Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to the Infinite Ascension Podcast. I am Chauncey Bray, and I am your host here on the Infinite Ascension Podcast. All right. So what we're doing, we're building, we're growing, we're learning, and we are ascending to our highest level of us. All right. Each individual who listens in, I want you to ascend to the highest level of you. All right. So how are we going to do that today? Well, today I'm going to talk a little bit about the wilderness. Talk about the wilderness and I'm going to talk about the promise. Then we're going to dive a little bit into how do we get from where we are to where we need to be. So as I stated in that last uh, episode, my background, I'm prior service military. Right? I was in the military for 16 years. I was in uh, U.S. Special Forces, a Green Beret, um, for uh, 14 of those 16 years. I started off as a SF baby, 18 X-ray, um, grew from there to a 18 Echo combo guy, then grew a little bit to a uh, 18 Fox Intel guy, ultimately becoming an 18 Zulu team sergeant. All right, that's like the goal that every uh, every dude wants to get to, every enlisted guy wants to get to, is being the team sergeant. Master Sergeant in Special Forces, you are the foundation, the backbone, you're what makes the unit stand. So I send it all the way to that level. Um, once I got to that level, I accomplished a lot of goals, a lot of goals, and we'll discuss a lot of that stuff in future programs but I was able to do a lot I was able to do a lot and uh, I was excited about everything that I did everything I accomplished there's very little very little that I can name that uh, that made me as you know career-wise that made me as happy as it did you know working in the military um, conducting the deployments that I conducted uh, earning the awards that I earned Saving the lives that I saved, taking the lives that we took. There's very little that gave me that same level of joy as far as a career is concerned. Now, overall, I mean, nothing gives me the joy like, you know, my, my spirituality serving the most high. Um, nothing gives me as much joy as as my amazing, beautiful Isha, my wife, um, my heart. You know, nothing, nothing gives me more joy than than living and being you know, with her and growing with her. Nothing gives me as much joy as my my yellow dean, my children. Um, you know, nothing gives me that much joy. But as far as a career is concerned, um, what we have to understand is that everything in our life can oftentimes be attached to our career. That's the world that we grew up in. That's the lifestyle that we've been uh, that we've been taught to desire and to live you know everything that we do is about the career the money you make is based off the career you have and that determines the lifestyle that you get to live so you know that's the american dream right that's what we've been taught that we needed we taught we have to have so uh you know that's why i worked so hard in the military to grow and ascend to the level that i was at um but i had to change I had a change later on in life and you know we'll discuss what that change was later but I want to describe what happened as a result of that change on today. All right, we'll discuss what the change 
was that happened. We'll discuss that at a later date. But today I want to describe what that change led to. All right. That makes sense. So um, this change occurred in my life that made me begin to question everything. All right. And when I began to question everything, I was actually in the middle of some training. Uh, I was conducting some training. Uh, actually some pre-deployment training. I was getting ready to go on my 12th deployment, um, 12th combat deployment. And I was, uh, we were out training, you know, at one of our, at one of our locations. And, you know, I was one of the best team sergeants and that's not a, uh, a prideful statement. You know, I'm very confident in what I was able to accomplish. And, you know, at that time I know that I was rated number one. Um, amongst the other team sergeants, I was very good at what I was doing, and uh, we were crushing it. <laughs> we were crushing it. We had people coming out to watch us. We were breaking records in the, you know, for the courses that we were uh, conducting and the training that we were conducting. Um, everybody wanted to see us. People wanted to be on a part of our team. They were asking and requesting to come and join us um, throughout the training so they can get some type of recognition. Everybody wanted to be with us. Everybody wanted to join us. We were absolutely crushing it. But I had this experience that changed everything. And when this experience um, caused me to begin questioning things, ultimately, I had to ask myself, how in the world am I leaving my family multiple times a year for extended periods of time over and over again, doing this confidently, doing this you know excited about it and the final point of that you know being yes we accomplish a lot yes we do a lot so on and so forth but I'm pulling myself further away from my family and the main goal that I've always desired is to be the best leader of my home the best father the best husband the best friend, the best counselor, the best confidant. I wanted to be the best in my home. I can be the best all over the world. But if I wasn't the best at home, then I just didn't have the full satisfaction that I know I needed to have in order to ultimately be happy. What we would fully describe as happy. I just didn't have it. I didn't have it. So um, what I did was I made a decision I said I'm said I think I need to to change career paths and you know I had a spiritual encounter um, where you know I, I asked you know what I'm saying I believe I asked the most high like what am I supposed to do do I have to leave the military for me to fully achieve this happiness to ascend to this next level and ultimately it was like yeah you you need to leave in order to achieve this dynamic change that you desire, you need to make a dynamic step. In order to ascend to this higher level, many times the first step of ascension is to descend. The first step of ascension is to descend. Does that mean, like, hey, go sell everything you got and that's the only way you can start to make money? No, that's not always what it means. It can mean that for some people we see that in the scripts. You know what I'm saying? Where, uh, you know, Yahusha 
the one that most you know most call Jesus. We use the Hebraic names and terms. You know, Yahusha, he, he said to the rich young ruler, the rich young ruler is told, like, hey, what can I do to a, achieve eternal life? Now, he was already rich. So in his mindset, he already achieved everything that he needed to achieve in this world. His mind was focused on ascending to the next level. The next level for him was eternal life. What do I need to do to get eternal life? And his response that he received was go and sell everything you have and give it to the poor and follow after me. And he couldn't do it. Now, that's not everybody's response everyone gets. Hey, go sell everything you have and follow me. That, that was really one of the only times we saw that statement made. So it's not the same for everyone. Descending is not always selling everything. For me, descending was that the first step in descension, I should say, was the career change. I was at the top of my career. I was making the money I wanted to make. I had the respect that I wanted to have, the popularity that, you know, I, I, I didn't really care about, but I, I had achieved. Um, I had everything that I wanted and I had gotten to a level that I really desired to be at. So once I had gotten to that level and I gained the understanding that in order to go higher, first I have to go lower. Man, I didn't even question it. I, I walked over and I was kind of standing outside of my commander's, uh, you know, door. I'm like, man, I need to talk to this guy about this, but I don't know if I want to. And I'm thinking, 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 what am I going to do? I just say, man, if it's meant for me to talk to him, man, he's going to walk outside. So I tried to hurry up and leave because I was like, man, I've got a feeling this guy's going to walk outside. As soon as I turn around, he walked right outside. Hey, Chauncey, what's up, man? It's like, oh, shoot. I turn around and I have this tough conversation with him. Hey, man, you know, the first thing I say is, are you a spiritual guy? He's like, yeah, I'd like to think so. And we had this conversation, you know, man to man. We had a very in-depth conversation. And ultimately, you know, after the conversation with him, with my, you know, sergeant major and with a number of other individuals, I really respected uh, my team leader, number of individuals I really respected, um, they agreed to support me in that uh, venture to, to leave what I was doing and go to attempt to find who I desired to become. And once I left the military, or once I was leaving the military, I should say, um, I had to ask myself, like, hey, you know, you get those moments. Am I making the right choice? Because I'm giving up a lot here. Is this the right direction I'm going? You know, because I really want to go up, but I feel like I'm going down. I really want to go higher, but I feel like I'm going lower. Why is this happening like this? Because I almost feel like I'm being punished. But what what is, what is happening to me right now where I feel like I'm being punished? But ultimately, it's for a goal that I am going after. These are the steps that are necessary for the goal that I'm going after. But why is this necessary? Why is it necessary to go this way? Why is it necessary to go this way? So, going back, I don't want to jump around too much. But I had gone overseas. I would helped people out in different countries all over the world. I'd helped 
liberate people in their villages and towns. We helped assist people in understanding what it meant to truly have the things in their lives that they had never had before. We help people build. We help people grow. We help people learn. We help people gain the courage and confidence they needed to to change their lives and the lives of those in their community. And I had done this all over the world. And I finally asked myself, man, if I'm doing this all over the world, is there is there people back at home that need this as well? Are there people back at home who need to experience what it means to be delivered from a tough life or tough conditions? Are there people back at home who need to understand and, and gain uh, the, the understanding, the insight, the knowledge of what it means to be confident? Are there people back at home who want a better life and they don't know how to get there and I have what it takes to get it for them? I have what it takes to help them because I've done it overseas so many times. So can I do this back at home for for those in my community? For those who speak the same language as me, for those who live in the same country as me, the same state as me, the same city even, are there people back at home who need what I have to offer? And here's the thing. There were people back at home who needed me. There's people back at home who need what I have to offer. How can I get it to them? The first step was to descend, to take myself down to a position where, man, I I needed to let go of those things that that caused me to believe that I was already at my highest level when I knew there was a higher level. Let go of those things that, that forced me to be in a position where I I, I maintain the, the mindset of, man, I'm, I'm great now. No, there's something greater. And if I could not understand there was something greater in the position I was in, I had to change my position, which is what I had to do. I had to change my position. So once I changed my position, I said, man, you know what? I'm going to find another career path where I'm helping people out. And I did a couple different things. You know, I, I chose a couple different careers where I thought I could help people and it would give me that same satisfaction. And I went over here and did this, went over there and did that. Went to a couple different places, conducted a couple different um, types of work. Um, ultimately, uh, I, well, not ultimately, but eventually, excuse me, I, I ended up working at a... A local jail transitional unit and I was working as a cognitive intervention specialist which is a smart way of saying I worked as a you know life coach I would go to these guys every day in a, a bay of you know 60 plus dudes and I would talk to them and 
discuss with them where they were in their current lives, where were they in their previous lives, and how do we get to where they desire to be in their future life. And it was there that I discovered my passion. It was there that I discovered a purpose, a function, a mantle that I had to wear. It was there I found out that I was sent to help others to transition from where they are to where they desire to be. Which is why I made this business Infinite Ascension. I'm in this business to help people who finally have had the light turned on in their lives. They understand where they are now. And it may not be where they thought they were going to be or where they desire to be at this point in their lives. And I was sent here to help them to get to where they desire to be. So how do we do that? One of the things that we do, one of the things that I do is I help them identify their wilderness experience. Because oftentimes we wake up every day and we're just comfortable where we are. Not happy, but comfortable. Someone has told us, someone has told us that, hey, it's supposed to be like this. Someone has told us, ah, you don't have to have everything you want. Someone has told us, you know what? The struggle is part of life. Someone has made us believe that not the struggle isn't just a part of life, but it is life. In life, you struggle. And people believe that. We believe that for a long time. Someone's made us believe this. Someone's pushed us to the position or to the level where we have gotten to the position where we just don't. We don't see the need to strive or or dream, or imagine, or desire. But the fact of the matter is, that if you want to ascend to your highest level, if you want to become the greater version of you, then desire, imagination, purpose, function, goals, these are all things that you have to go to. And if you're not there yet, then you may have looked around and found out that you are currently in the wilderness. So what is the wilderness? For me, for me, I'll explain what my wilderness was. So I served in combat a lot. <laughs> a lot. I served in combat a lot. A majority of my time in the military was all combat focused. Obviously, I joined just after um, the beginning of the global war on terrorism. And we're still in the global war on terrorism, so we never left. So all my time in the military was all GWAT, global war on terrorism. So everything I did was all about combat. I didn't have the fun deployments where we go and we chill and hang out. Everything I did was all about combat, training for combat, building for combat, getting ready to go to combat. It was always, always, always combat. It's not everybody's uh, experience in the military, but it was definitely mine. And I was fine with it. You hear that? I was fine with it. I was okay with it. I I actually began to like it. This was my life. This was my life. It was mine's and I was going to make the most of it. And for a long time I was 
Look, man, I was I was great with it. And I remember coming home from overseas, and every time I would come home from overseas, uh, my my beautiful, amazing wife, she would pick me up from the from the airport, from the you know from the field that we're at, or she'd come over to my office if I went to my office. She'd come and pick me up, and when she would come and pick me up. Uh, even though I hadn't eaten at a restaurant in months, even though I hadn't eaten good food in months, even though I hadn't seen or experienced fun things for a long time, uh, I would never come home and go to a populated area. It was always, let's go home. If we had food, she cooked some great meal, or if she didn't feel like cooking a great meal and she wanted to order something, she would order it and then bring it home. But we would never go straight to a populated area. Why not? Well, because I was just in combat. I might go into a Walmart and just want to fight somebody for no reason. Like, I was tripping. See, I didn't have the uh, transition times that most people have. Um, I did my best every single time I was overseas to leave from overseas and come directly home. I don't think I've ever spent more than... 24 hours of travel between leaving the combat environment and coming directly home. I was never the pallet rider. Uh, you know, I didn't ride with the equipment. I was never the the guy that got stuck on a plane in a different country coming home. I got stuck on a plane going over. And we get stuck on a plane all the time. We get stuck in a different country all the time. But coming home, nah. We came straight. I made my, I made it my uh, plan my goal to get home within 24 hours every single time <laughs> every single time and I'm pretty sure I'm not, I know for a fact that it never took me more than 36 hours to get home never you know what I'm saying 11 combat trips never more than 36 hours you know so when I would get back home <laughs> Many times, even though I was at home, out of combat, out of the combat environment, uh, my mind was still in combat. So although my body was in a safe zone, my mind was not. My mind was still in combat. So while my mind was still in combat, what I had to do as a result what I had to do as a result is I had to understand like man how do I survive like this because I know my mind's going to be in combat mode when I get home because I didn't have any time to transition so how do I just survive it wasn't about man you know like I got to figure out how to do that no it was just survival mode man it was surviving. It was all about surviving. Everything I had done overseas was about making it home. I was going, I didn't go from deployment to deployment. I didn't even go from month to month. I went from meal to meal. We would say child to child. You would make it from child to child. If I made it from breakfast to lunch and I'm still alive, tight. Awesome. Celebrate. If I made it from lunch to dinner, still alive, man, celebrate. Small victory. Then if I made it from dinner to midnight chow, that's right, we had midnight chow. Celebrate. 
I mean, if I made the midnight chow to breakfast the next morning, that's usually between the times we were doing work. Celebrate. It was all about making it from meal to meal. It was survival mentality. That's all it was about. How do I survive? It was about being in survival mode. It was about making it from the meal to meal. It was about maintaining a survival mentality. That's what I was doing. So when I came home, I began to do the same thing. Survival mentality. Making it from meal to meal. And what I began to understand is that I was surviving, but I wasn't living. I was surviving, but I was not living. And when I began to understand that, I understood. Or when I began to understand that, I started to see for myself. That man, I'm tired of surviving. I want to live. Because although I survived, it was almost as if I didn't even really exist. It was as if I didn't even really exist in my own world. That is what I call the wilderness experience. So why do I call it the wilderness experience? So I base it off of, you know, scriptural reference. You know, the children of Israel in the Bible, in the book of Exodus. When they left Egypt, the ultimate or the initial goal was from to leave Egypt to go worship and then ultimately go into their promised land. But when they got into the wilderness, many of them had survived for so long in Egypt. Because Egypt wasn't their initial home. They came there because they were suffering. Their ancestors came there because they were suffering. Came there because they were struggling. Came there because there was a drought. There was a famine. There was no food, so they came to Egypt and they had to figure out how to survive. That's why when things got tough, they stayed because they were trying to figure out how to survive. They were surviving, so they were like, man, even though it's hard, we're just going to survive. Even though it's tough, we're going to survive. Even though now we got to work hard manual labor, we're going to survive. Maybe we got to join the military, we're going to survive. We got to fight for these people, we're going to survive. Hey, we got our own piece of land now, Goshen, right next to Egypt. You know what I'm saying? We got something that we can call our own. Maybe this is the dream that our that our fathers had for us. This is the dream our ancestors had for us to own a small piece of property in this huge land that's not ours. Maybe this is maybe there was just a misunderstanding and they thought we were supposed to have our own, but this is our own. So they survived in Goshen. And they survived for so long that when they got into the wilderness. And they were told, hey, there's a greater promise for you to go and achieve. There's a greater goal, a greater, a bigger land that's going to be yours. They reverted back to survival mode. They reverted back to survival mode. And I've been into the, uh, I've been overseas to the, the land that they walked through, the wilderness area that they walked through. I've been to Mount Nebo and Jordan. I've been to the wilderness 
of uh, sin. I've been to the wilderness just uh, around Petra area and just north of Saudi Arabia. I've been through all that area. Went through it all. You know what I found in the wilderness? There was like legit dug in caves in the wilderness. It was as if they had built their homes in the wilderness. So it makes sense why when someone went to go and, you know, Joshua and Caleb goes to go check out the promised land. And they're like, man, we can take this. We can go over here. It's just a couple giants, but no big deal. We can go and take them out. You know what I'm saying? And we can take this land. This land is going to be ours. This is what we were promised. Let's go get it. You know what I'm saying? Look at the, look at the, you know, vegetables. Look at the fruit. Look at these grapes. Like, this is amazing. Let's go get it. And there was a bunch of people like, nah, we can make it here. How about instead of fighting the giants, we make this our home? Not understanding that staying in the wilderness was a gigantic battle as well. So instead of fighting a giant for a year, you'd rather stay in the wilderness for 40? I read this story over and over again and I began to understand this is my life. I got comfortable surviving in the wilderness. I got comfortable surviving in the wilderness. And I didn't want it. I knew there was something more for me. I knew there was something greater for me. I knew there was something else that I deserved that I should have. There was something else that was that was there for me. And I had to go find it. I had to go and find what belonged to me. I was tired of being in the wilderness. I was tired of being in combat mode. I was tired of having a survival mentality. I wanted to ascend from a position of survival mentality. I didn't want to survive anymore. I wanted to ascend to a position where I could live. That's what we do. We help people identify where they are. Call it what it is. Then find out what the true you looks like. And we develop a plan how to ascend to that level. It's not about where you are. It's about where you're supposed to be. So how do we get there? So on our next episode, next week, we're going to talk about that process of ascension. We're going to talk about some of the uh, struggles that we encounter in the wilderness and how to generate and create a plan that prevents us from dying in the wilderness and allows us to eventually live in the promise. I am Chauncey Gray. This has been another episode of the Infinite Ascension Podcast. If you have any questions, any concerns, go to www.infiniteascension.org. You can find some of our, uh, our programs. You can send me a direct email. You can hit me up right there. Or if you want to email me, go to infiniteascension23 at gmail.com. 
you can hit me up uh, directly or we're working on our Facebook page now. Um, you can go to Infinite Ascension LLC on Facebook. Um, you can link up with us uh, there as well or on TikTok, Infinite Ascension on our TikTok at or at Infinite Ascension. Excuse me. Hit me up there. However you want it. We're available for you. Um, we're still developing a few other uh, ways of communicating with us. But uh, what you want, we want you to know what we want you to know is that we are available. We're out here. And if you're tired of being where you are, or you just found out that you <laughs> look around and you realize you're in the wilderness, hit us up. Let us help. Because it's time for us to wake up and become who we're supposed to be. All right, this is Chauncey Bray. Look forward to speaking to you again. Look forward to speaking with you again. And right, we're out. Freedom ringing, brother, don't you swipe right? They're feeling like...